Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 49 of the Fresh Air and Parlance Show. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. We offer more... I think we reach more customers than Radio Shack. Is that not true? Definitely, man. I remember when I was growing up, I was into making stuff, and I liked Radio Shack. And I kind of wanted to work there, but people were super dicks who worked there, and so like, I didn't want to be like them. They, they crushed my, uh, my Radio Shack possible career by being stupid. Because I was pretty sure that I was smarter than them. <laughs> it's a when shame. I was like 10. <laughs> you were like, you, you had a dream. A dream yeah. to sell transistors and cords and remote control cars. Yeah, but... well, I mean, it was the components, yeah, more yeah. that I thought were cool. But... And yeah, I'd always just get a remote control. The remote control cars were cool. Anyways. Yeah, Radio Shack, man. Yep, closing the stores, selling off their stores. Closing I don't even know how they're still around. I'll never forget there was an episode of The Simpsons, and they were like, I forget who they were looking for, but they were like, we're, we got to look for weirdos. And then Homer's like, I'll check Radio Shack. <laughs> I think I maybe told the story before on our show, but I like lost all hope in Radio Shack when some blind guy who was like, kind of like, I don't know, he had problems. I mean, I don't want to say he was retarded, but he was not all there. But he came in, he's a blind guy, and he had, like, his old, like, transistor radio. It was kind of big. It was, like, kind of cool retro-looking, but not super cool. But, like, he was telling the guy, he was like, yo, like, my radio just died. Like, of course, he brings it to Radio Shack. <laughs> and, like, he says, yo, you can't listen to my shows or anything, which he's blind, so his whole life is basically listening to this radio. And this guy was trying to sell him, like, some, like, crappy radio, because I could see it, and it looked, like, super, like, you know, and it costs, like, $150 or something dumb, like, it's, like, the features that you don't need, like, I don't know, I was, like, really disappointed in that. I didn't want to, like, jump in, because I didn't want to get involved, <laughs> but, like, yeah. Oh, you were very unclear. This was a situation where you were at a Radio Shack, and you saw a blind... Well, I was in line behind him. So this guy was, like, getting this radio in front of me, and, like, you know, he brought in his old radio, like, do you think maybe I can get it fixed or whatever, like, and, like, he doesn't have anywhere else to go. Like, yeah, I mean, if you don't know what to do, like, radio, sh it's in the name, it would make sense, but, like, it was, like, the wrong choice. He could have got a better thing at Target or something. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. I know. Those people. Now, hopefully, he's a fan of our show, and he listens on the computer. He doesn't need a radio anymore. Seriously. Just use your phone. I, well, yeah. That's, well, that's the thing. Radio Shack pretty much became a sell store after a while. They, Sprint was buying it, is what I, I had heard. Yeah, and they, they were called The Shack. Do you remember they rebranded to Yeah, they the rebranded. Yeah, and then they rebranded back last year. They had a Super Bowl ad. They were like, remember the 80s? Remember Radio Shack? Well, we're still here. <laughs> I didn't know they re-rebranded. Yeah, they re-rebranded. It was kind of cool that they have, like, Arduino stuff, and they have, like, attachments. And, like, if you really needed to go get something, that's kind of useful. But if you just have Amazon Prime, you can wait two days because it costs, like, half the price. I know. I know. But, yeah, poor Radio Shack. It's, the thing is, it's like, you, sometimes you can't wait. Sometimes you need that battery. But you could get that battery anywhere, you know? I know. I mean, if it's a battery. Like, it's pretty, yeah, there's just a couple things, like, components if you just, like, really need that specific resistor. And they're open to, like, eight. Because most of the other electronic shops are only open to, like, six. Yeah. Well, and they're far away. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. This is, like, this is the end of an era. So I know. Radio Shack. For, Took yes. the word out of the mouth. Yep. End of an era. So uh, that's the Radio Shack. Speaking of uh, sad end of an era, Seahawks Super Bowl. I know. Oh, my gosh. That was devastating. We were so close. Oh, my it's, gosh. Uh, it's so for those of you who don't know, the Seahawks lost the Super Bowl. Uh, don't even say it; it's too soon. It's I like that uh, the day after on Monday, like there was like a ban on talking about the game at work because it was too painful. <laughs> I don't, was that an imposed ban? I thought it was just like like everyone was just being courteous. I mean, it wasn't like it's not like we got an official email about it, but yeah, I mean, it was like. You'd bring it up and people would be like, just don't don't even don't even bring it up. 
It was a terrible, terrible play call. It felt like destiny for the Seahawks. Felt like they were gonna win, and they just threw it away. It totally did. It was like just shocking at the end. Like you're like, what, what, what happened? Every, I've, I've heard like now two separate people say that they suspect that there's rigging in the games. There was rigging. Rigging, yeah. Like the game is not up on the up and up. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they could have done. I thought that that was interesting. I think that you brought it up about um, why they did a uh, throwing one because they wanted uh, what's his name to be the MVP, not Marshawn Lynch. Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. I don't know. I here's my. That was a pretty good theory. I thought. I I'm I'm over it. They lost. They threw an interception. It was a terrible play call. Shouldn't have been done. They should have handed it to Beast Mode and let him run it three times. But whatever. I I think really the most important thing we should be talking about is the halftime show. Yeah, yeah, the halftime show. Man, that left shark. <laughs> he, they were saying he's the MVP of the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hashtag left shark. Everywhere. Um, so as you know, Katy Perry is a friend of the podcast. She is. We're, we're a fan of Katy Perry after we reviewed her movie. And then uh, one of her, or not official, but one of her Twitter things started following us. Although they stopped following us at this point. <laughs> but maybe they will follow us again if we put hashtag Katy Perry. I know, hashtag Katy Perry. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were, we were in her favor for a while, and, uh, and now we're out of it. But nevertheless, uh, Katy Perry put on a, I thought, great performance. Yeah, I, was, I enjoyed it. She did that some cool stuff. That, that giant line at the beginning, yeah. that was pretty impressive. That was amazing, and I actually thought it was robotic. I didn't know there was like people moving it. I know I could see like a little bit after, but it was really fluid. It looked like it was like seriously walking. And then, uh, of course, Lenny Kravitz came out. Uh, he did like nothing. <laughs> it was he, like two seconds. He said he co, like he like duetted with her singing "I Kissed a Girl" and I liked it. <laughs> yeah. And then he didn't even play his guitar. I heard also. That's true. I, here's the thing. I don't think Lenny Kravitz kisses girls. I think he just goes straight to the to the, the meat and potatoes of the be- deal. I think he's such a... <laughs> he doesn't yeah. kiss girls straight no. to the meat and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's a short story. When I was in uh, college, um, in freshman year, uh, you everyone has to take these uh, writing classes. Uh, they called it like Writing Workshop 1 and Writing Workshop 2. Um, because they felt like it was uh, most students who came out of high school didn't know how to write, so they make you take these classes for two semesters about how, so how to write. And in my well, isn't that just called like English? No, it's called writing workshop. It's only writing. All you did was write. That was the whole thing. Huh. And um, and I had a okay. No, I didn't write about Katy Perry. So two notable things about my freshman first year of writing workshop one class. One, um, there was. A, a uh, freshman at the same time as I was a freshman, a girl from General Hospital happened to be in that class with oh, me. Wait, you mean like the TV show? Yeah, she was a freshman at the same time I was, and she was in my writing workshop class. It was kind of funny. Someone said, dude, that girl, and they sent me a bunch of pictures of her, and this was like clippings from magazines, and I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to see that girl. And then like my first class, I went in, and I was like, oh, my God. It was, <laughs> it, I think her name was Kimberly Ann McCullough what was her name. <laughs> I like you. Like, hmm, let me see. I don't remember exactly what her name was, but I think it was Kimberly Ann McCullough. <laughs> <laughs> like you even threw in the middle name. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to say her name. I don't. Uh, but whatever. Anyway, um, maybe it wasn't. I have no idea. Uh, for all I know, I've just despaired some other Kimberly Ann McCullough. The um, and then there was another girl who I don't remember the name, who's Did kind you of like to either of them. Yeah, I talked to I talked to them. I matter I matter of fact, I probably somewhere still have the paper from her, like her papers, because you have to workshop them. Oh yeah, you like trade or whatever. No, you ever you read them out loud and then people like give it, you know, like criticize them. Huh. What anyway, were yours about? Well, just continue your story, anyways. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you what mine were about. Um, you don't I don't have remember. them. No, maybe somewhere. They could be like framed, like in someone like. Someone else has them of yours, and like that Peter Simuleski. That par, hey parlance. You mean he wrote parlance? This amazing poem. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the uh, 
the girl, this other girl, kind of like good looking, but like also like dark skin. I have no idea what her ethnicity was, um, but she was like in love, in love with Lenny Kravitz. Okay, really? And every single, every single paper was about Lenny Kravitz. Every single one of them, or and she would just talk about how, with the professor about how she's gonna like she saw him. She was essentially a stalker, I'm pretty sure. And um, yeah, that guy, the thing was she was, Kravitz. huh? For a Lenny Kravitz stalker? Pretty much. I'm I'm I always suspected that she was a stalker, but I'm not sure. But I suspected, and I um, sounds like that she was. Where is that? What oh, the papers were about? I, I, yeah. They're like mystery. They're like uh, adventure things about like staking out at his house. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> but the, it's like Krenny Lavitz. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's <laughs> it's like this is a story about. <laughs> yeah. Krenny Lavitz. Lenny. <laughs> Lenny Ravish. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, she was good enough, good looking enough that I think definitely Lenny, if he, if he knew the actually. Maybe if he did, he, I don't know, but she was definitely obsessed. I'm trying to think of like, would that be a good thing or a bad thing for Lenny to take advantage of? But I, I, a good I, thing, right? I don't know. What if she then becomes like crazy obsessed, like fatal attraction obsessed? That's true. Those bees, man. Those bees. So anyway, um, yeah. So that's uh, so back to the the Super Bowl, uh, the halftime show, and then so we have the cat, we have Lenny Kravitz, we have Missy Misdemeanor Elliot making her slim. Slimmer. Well, she's probably lost weight now for a long time, um, but she came out and did stuff. People were going bonkers for that. And, Wait, who? Uh, Missy Misdemeanor. Oh, Elliot. Missy Elliot. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. She did way more than Lenny Kravitz. Way more. And then she had a banner day on iTunes and shit. All all the people were buying her albums again, and uh, so she had a banner day on Monday. And then it finished off with uh, Katy Perry riding a star into the sky, singing. I know Fire the the flying around thing was pretty cool. I thought. But we didn't even talk about the beach balls and the sharks. Oh my gosh, the beach balls and the sharks. And that was like the best part. And the palm trees. Yeah, yeah the dance. Everything. It was like a live scene. It was, like it a was car- literally a live scene. It was like a cartoon, a real life cartoon. Totally was. Yeah. And then like she had that 49 uh, jacket for that end part and everyone was like, what is the 49ers or whatever? But, but it was actually in relation to, I asked the same question, but it was Super Bowl 49. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I just was like, huh, 49, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was the most watched Super Bowl halftime show ever. Really? Yeah, someone said that like um, they had the puppy bowl on or whatever, but everyone watched the other thing instead. Yeah, I mean, why watch the puppy bowl when you could watch Caddy Purry? You know what I I'm know. saying? Oh, wait, no, Caddy Purry wasn't even there. Caddy Purry wasn't there. Oh, I know. My gosh. I, I was just testing you. Um. But yeah, so the for, the last forty minutes of the game was the high, most highest rated of the. It was the most watched Super Bowl ever, too. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Super so, Patriots. I know. Patriots. So um, you know, I was uh, listening to some podcasts this week. Fresher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was listening to Long Box Heroes, and guess what? They mentioned they mentioned about the saying that it's all the rage right now. They didn't wait. They didn't mention it, dude. They named their episode. I know. Riding the Hornet. Cause that's a. Uh, what's going on? Yeah. So if you want, you could go over to Longbox Heroes. Check out. I think it was like last week's episode. It was called Riding the Hornet, named after a phrase originating from this show. Also part of our podcast network. I think that they were also talking about. Uh, it was impressive that we do our show live, which we're doing right now. Thanks for watching. Yes. Thank you for watching. Um, yeah, they, they actually mentioned they were like, I think that was last week's episode, maybe it was even this week's episode, where they said they do the show live, and then they have it uh, audio-only version on iTunes, and I'm, I already feel like that that's too much work. They're like, we barely can prepare for this show. Uh, <laughs> but they read, they read comic books. They read comic books for the show, and they have all the news, and it's a pretty interesting show. If, you're, if you like comic books, it's a definitely a must. A must uh, Alone, just because they put the deals on there, you know, like, uh, like you know, oh, like what things are on sale and stuff. Yeah, because you know, there's a lot of digital comics out there. Yeah, so like they, you got that one cent thing not too long ago. 
Yeah, so they're really good at that. They they their sales all the time, and they and on their posts for their podcast, they have what is on sale, and they'll tweet out if something is like off of the schedule of their show, what's on sale. And so if you're interested in comic book deals, it's also pretty good. Um, speaking of deals, you ever hear people say? I was watching the news today, and uh, this guy bought a house, and long story short, a guy bought a house, and there was property taxes that were owed when he didn't own the house, and the county made him pay it. I've never heard of that. That's crazy. Yeah. They said if you buy the house, you buy the taxes or something like that. But yeah. anyway, um, the uh, he said, I spent good money on this house. Why do I need to pay more money to you know, pay for taxes that, that wasn't mine when I, I didn't own the house? And then I was thinking about, do people ever say I spent bad money on something? <laughs> Maybe if you, you illicitly gained that money, like, you know, like it was like a drug money. Spent all my bad money already. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't think anyone says it. Everyone says good money. So here's my thing. I don't think maybe Canadian. Is... Like, I got rid of my bad pennies. Oh yeah, yeah, that might work. Even though, are they worth more now? At one point, they were worth more, which is sad. <laughs> no, I don't think they're worth more anymore. Um, but maybe, maybe I think it's like one to one. We could easily, we could easily. Back. Yeah, we're way. We're way up on it now. One Canadian dollar is only 80 cents. That's actually oh, really, really low. I should go to Canada. That's a good deal. 20% off everything? Jeez. Yeah, because when I was there, it was like over 80. Yeah, I'm going to go to Canada tomorrow. Yeah, that's like a pretty good deal. Everyone, go to Canada. Take all their stuff because their money is not worth anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the, uh, the chart here, and yeah, it's actually... Precipitously low. It's just I think really it's at fell an all-time low, according to this. At least since like, in oh, I guess that's only since 2011. But still, yeah. So yeah, that's crazy because I remember going there and it being over. Yeah, this like, is, I'm surprised. This is this is a new uh, a new thing. Yeah. So um, oh my gosh. So anyway, that yeah. So learn something new every day here at the Marshall Perlin Show. Um. Currencies, so, though, also. I love currencies. But talk- um, Bitcoin. I've been seeing a lot of places that take Bitcoin. Like, I just got a new computer, which I'm pretty excited about. Finally, it came. After last time, I was talking a bunch, like, for at least a month or more. That computer never came for the deal. But I got a better deal off the Dell website. But Dell actually took Bitcoins. So, like, you can... There's totally just a regular button, like, so you select uh, Visa or PayPal or Bitcoin. So did you, pay, did you pay with Bitcoin? I didn't. I don't have that many Bitcoins. But I thought that's just cool. You can do it. And then also, I was reordering my Soylent, which I'm on my third box now. And they totally take Bitcoins too. So that's, that's impressive. Yeah. Well, you know, fake food, fake money. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. But they're both actually real, so... I guess. It matches. I guess. So what's this uh, laptop? What kind of, you got a Dell. What, is it powerful? What's the scoop? Did. So the thing, the selling thing, it was only 650 bucks. is already just a super good deal. But it has the new uh, Intel i7 that just came out uh, this month, or I guess last month. Which one but, is uh, it? It has like the 14 nanometer chipset, so it's like uses way less power and stuff. And I just think it's like, a month old computer like processor for just six hundred bucks. Like that's what, pretty good. Or what's the what's the model on it? Is it the forty seven ninety K? It is the uh Inspiron thirteen seven thousand. It's dumb though because there's like they've always had Inspiron laptops and most of them were super crappy. But uh this one is like it flips over. So it has um it's like the two in one like the yoga, so like it's a tablet too. It's pretty cool. Like, and the screen is really nice, and like, it's pretty good build quality and everything. I mean, for six hundred fifty dollars, it's like decent. I have a question on these processors because it's kind of confusing. Yeah. Why are there so many i seven processors? Oh yeah. Well, because there's generations, and they all have different graphic processors too. Yeah, because I'm looking at one here that's forty seven ninety or whatever. It's three hundred and thirty bucks, and then I look at another one, and it's three hundred and ninety bucks. And then I look at another one, and it's like over a thousand. Yeah. So what's the difference when I look at an ice? Like when I this is for people who are like people, yeah, yeah, for all the people who don't know like me. When I look at this, it's like like cores. What's the core? What's a thread? What's a? I mean, well, 
pretty much everything is dual core now, and they do four threads because uh, it does um, hyper-threading or whatever on, on, on just Intel processors. But so looked, oh, Hold on. Before you go any further, the one I'm looking at right now has eight cores and 16 threads. Is that, like, crazy? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's way a lot. On the laptop? No, I'm just looking at a... I just typed in Intel processor, best one. Oh, yeah, and... no, that's, like, super a lot. That's, like, not a normal one. I don't think you could get that on a laptop. Okay, because it would blow up. It would, it would melt. Yeah, I mean, they have quad-core ones. The quad... Like, any of them that have Q in the model number, like, 55Q will be quad-core, but most of them are dual-core, and that's when it has a U in the model number. But the easiest way to tell which generation of uh, Intel processor you have is the onboard graphics will either be, like, 4,000. It'll be, like, Intel HD 4,000, Intel HD 5,000, or Intel HD 3,000. Okay. Like, I mean, 3,000 and then, like, more numbers, but... All right. So this is the this is the 550, the HC550. So it's like the newest because they update the graphics processors more than they do the regular processor. Are these like integrated cards, integrated graphics cards? Yeah, they're in the, the one chip. Pretty much yeah. everything's in one chip. So there's no do they they don't make laptops with like separate graphic cards anymore or they ever? They do, but it still ha like if you have an Intel chip, it already has the graphic card in it, so you have an option to use either one. Got it. Okay. Like, they well, just put a bunch of extra stuff in it because it's so small. It's crazy how small this stuff is. How small is it? 14 nanometers. <laughs> that was too literal. Way yeah. too literal. Speaking of literal, um, I've started reading a couple... I finished a book, my second book of 2014, 2015, Yeah. In Flux by Daniel Suarez. Was it a nonfiction book? It was a fiction. Oh, oh my gosh, you're totally not on on schedule. Did I you know. even read that one that someone else brought you? Because I didn't bring you the one yet. No, I haven't. I haven't done it because all of my books that I had on hold that I put in 2014 all came do like available at the same time. So I'm I'm pretty screwed. I'm pretty screwed. I I, I have a stack, literally a stack of digital copies just filling up my my hard drive. <laughs> They're gonna um, expire. I still think that's. I mean, it's cool that the library does. The digital stuff, but I, it's weird. I mean, it's it's great. It's awesome. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. But, so I had so many books that I didn't know. I was trying to finish uh, Reemdy, the Neil Stevenson book. It it expired. It came back in. It was sitting there, un and I had to. Fi I needed to finish it. I never even knew it came because I was so busy reading all the other books that I, that were coming in. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little disappointed about that. Um. So, uh, Influx by Daniel Suarez. This one was not very good. Don't read it. So I'm just telling you right now, it's not very good. Um, huh. But uh, the other thing I started reading is actually a comic book series called Saga. Uh, yeah. The writer is Brian K. Vaughn. I'm about eight issues into that. I started That's at cool. started at number one, and man, that is very good. That is super good. So. Um, if if you uh, all the listeners out there, if you uh, have a chance, pick up uh, at your little library or go out and buy the trade paperbacks of Saga. Um, it started in 2013. Uh, the Wikipedia article describes it as Star Wars meets Game of Thrones. So I mean, if you like one of those or both of those, then you should definitely take a take a shot at it. Um, I need to I need to just read more books. I've been wanting to read the um the old war one or one about about the when people get old they old man's war yeah old man's war yeah I just my I just got the sequel I I was reading that and it expired on me so it just came back in the second book of that called the Ghost Brigade so that's cool so I'll finish that sometime soon you should um, lend it to me I can't lend it to you because it's uh, uh, because digital copies from the library are dumb yeah <laughs> um. But the uh, I also now did you I'm gonna ask I'm gonna throw out a question to you and you tell me if you honestly knew this did you know VH1 has scripted original programming I didn't I didn't even know scripted was a thing it's weird that like not scripted reality shows is the default and now you have to say scripted for a regular TV show <laughs> well there's also scripted reality shows really yeah but I mean like just that you'd say a scripted show versus 
Well, when I was in the biz, going way back when, um, a scripted reality show would be something like... Uh, um, it's like a mockumentary, or isn't that like a... No, it's like uh, The Hills was a scripted reality show. What about like um, what about uh, Eastbound and Down? That's not a reality show. That's a that's a comedy. Yeah, it's, but it's kind of like reality. No, it's not a. Re- it's not reality. Has to be real non-actors, right? So there's like a reality show would be that's not scripted. Would be something like um, Fear Factor or American Idol. Actually, American Idol is a reality competition. What about, uh, what about um uh. Oh, shoot, that MTV one, like, the super major one. Ah, oh, whatever. I forgot the name the of The Hills! What? No, not The Hills. Oh. Uh, Real World. Know. Real World? That's a, that's a scripted reality show. Right? That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, essentially, they have producers creating situations, and they, yeah. redo, they redo things so that it makes it more dramatic, and they'll put things out of order, and they, they produce it. Um. So uh, anyway, back to VH1. They have a scripted show called Hindsight. Hindsight. Yeah, like hindsight is twenty twenty, that kind of thing. Hindsight. Um, it's about a female who's in twenty fifteen, and she's about to get married to her second husband. So it's her wedding day of her second husband. Yeah. And she uh, goes into an elevator. And when wait, she this is a show or a book? The show on VH1. I, this is follow okay. along. Follow along. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's an original scripted program on VH1 called Hindsight, where she's on the eve or the day of her second marriage. She's in New York City, I believe. She gets in an elevator, comes out of the elevator, and it's 1995 on the day of her first marriage, which ended unsuccessfully. Obviously. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh. So. Um, we learned beforehand her parents were divorced. Now they're back together, obviously, because they're still, you know, it's... Um, so it's really good. I like it a lot. Wait, it's so really, it's like, how is that still a reality show? I never... I said it's not a reality show. I said it's a scripted <laughs> show. So it's just a show. Yeah, but here's the thing. VH1 has never done just a regular show. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. the difference? Yeah, they've never done, like, a drama So ever. they call it a scripted show? Well, I called it a scripted show because I wanted to differentiate it between, like, pop-up video and whatever, mobsters' wives or whatever. I mean, they had to write those pop-up bubbles. But it wasn't a scripted drama. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Follow along. Follow along. Gosh. Scripted show called Hindsight. I'm actually going to wreck I'm going to give this one, like, two chainsaws up. That's my new thing. Chainsaws Two up. Chainsaws up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, because here's the thing. Only bad things happen when you have the running chainsaws going down. So um, chainsaws up. You could be cutting some wood and that could be good. I guess, or but it depends on the kind of wood you're cutting, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, uh, that's oh. true. I don't want to cut that wood. <laughs> Wood's not for cutting. <laughs> <laughs> that's for drilling. Anyway, A.O. Um, I'll be here all night. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, is, it like a, is it getting stormy at your place? It's supposed to be stormy today. Well, we're supposed to get a, a Pineapple Express. In, in which, I know, but if the, do you think the power's going to go out? I have no idea, maybe. I mean, during the show? I hope not. I know, right, me too. That would be expressly pineapple, as they say. That would be expressly pineapple, yeah. as no one says. No, I just said it, so therefore I say it. <laughs> That's kind of like the consequences of a Pineapple Express, right? So if the power goes out during a Pineapple Express, that's expressly pineapple. <laughs> Man, that was some Pineapple Expressing right there. <laughs> it's more like Pineapple Excreting. The, uh, um, so this one I found very interesting, and I was sharing with you... And you found the topic so interesting that you said, Parlance, I need you to talk about this on the show. And I said, I will talk about it on the show. And um, did you know, and you do know, but for the sake of the show, that Fifty Shades of Grey oh. has, has its own line of sex toys? It's very surprising. But the next, the next point 
I think is the kicker. They are found in the aisle at Target. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Target there's... sells Fifty Shades of Grey sex toys. And um, I saw a, someone on their Twitter feed had posted this, but there's like a picture of the of the vibrating um, ring. Let's just say <laughs> that ring is not for your finger. And yeah. uh, and it was right next to like Pez dispensers or something. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> Children's like, what are the, is it like handcuffs and stuff. So it's handcuffs and a, a penis ring, a cock ring, as they call it. <laughs> That's just but, like, those two. That's yeah. It's the official pleasure oh, it's a set. It's yeah. It's 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 essentially one company got the exclusive sex yeah, toy rights. It's going to be extremely profitable. I uh, for all involved, I I guess. <laughs> but the um. It's a limited assortment. That's not the full run. I mean, they're going to keep putting stuff out, I'm sure. Once the, like, as it's called, the adult health area at Target, once that's situated, I mean, they're not going to be able to stop it. It's like once you unleash the beast, man, that's it. Seriously. So here's the question, and I think we were talking about this. How much do you think the company paid to get the exclusive sex toy rights. And by the way, that was great thinking by that company to do this, by the way. I know, I know. It's like so the much... only way to merchandise this book. <laughs> or <in laughs> series, I mean. Well, I mean, you could probably make plushies. <laughs> or like, maybe uh, maybe like some action figures. Have <laughs> <laughs> like a, a dungeon playset. <laughs> now. <laughs> I actually haven't, I don't know... I just know that it's like S&M stuff movie, and it's in Seattle, but I don't really know anything else about the story. Oh, I didn't know it was in Seattle. As I talked about on earlier episodes, we were going to do a book club, an erotic book club, but it never it never came through, but we did get the books because we were going to do Fifty Shades of Grey first, and a couple of people looked over it, and they're like, I can't read this. This is like too... They said it was poorly written. I haven't even like checked it out yet, but I have the book upstairs. Um, the the Fifty Shades of Grey that the, the items that they have in the store are the the I don't even know doesn't even have a name here the the yours and mine vibrating silicon love ring quote yeah. the silicon ring stretches to accommodate his girth the <laughs> that's a good description and the no peeking soft twin blindfold set. Quote, taken in turns to sing... Dude, listen. It's phrase on the boxes. Take it in turns to sink into submission. (laughs) That's crazy. Is Um, there really a check this out sign on it? Like in the picture in the article? That's crazy. That's... It's hilarious. It's... And look to the left. There's Angry Birds toothbrushes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about this. I'm like more so than the whole rights to this. I'm just surprised Target took it. I mean, like, I think it's right. It's right in the wheelhouse. Right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, that is. That's that's an interesting change in society. That they. I mean, it's like pretty soon it's just a Safeway. Next to the light bulbs, they're gonna have a sex toy section. <laughs> <laughs> I see we have some uh, tweets going on here. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. But it looks like. Uh, I kind of think that Tom is watching the wrong episode. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these are uh, relating to the other ones. So. Oh, Tom, you should respond back. Tom, I, I please do it. I think you're watching the wrong episode. I, uh, I, uh, I PM'd him or whatever on Twitter, but you didn't get back to me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. I mean, you yeah, tweet, us. tweet us when you watch our old episodes. We'll still get back to you. Oh, man, that's... <laughs> That's freaking classic. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, I was wondering, like, what? How did my wife is sick? What is I know. At first, I was confused too with the Paul Allen thing. Yeah. He was saying, uh, "Did I hear a fresher question Paul Allen's business skills?" I think he's talking about Cinerama. But anyway. Oh um, yeah, that's right. That was last week. That is definitely last week. He's definitely watching the wrong episode. Anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> it's he's not watching the wrong episode. He's just watching a different episode. Well, it's weird because I I'm you know uh, I do see viewers watching the show here, so that's cool. 
Um, so, speaking of gray and 50 more shades of it, Groundhog Day was on Monday, and they said six more weeks of winter. Yeah, but I don't know about the groundhogs because it totally didn't get the Super Bowl right, and I trusted that groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> he ate the corn from the Seahawks thing. Well, this is my I, point: I'm is that on groundhogs being right? Uh, how many in a row did that groundhog get right? I don't. I think it was like four or something. I don't. I'm not oh. sure. I was suspicious though because it looked like either one of the things had more corn in it when they were eating it, but. <laughs> This is Didn't what I'm saying. Last year at Groundhog's Day, uh, one of the mayors, like, where do they do it? Uh, Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Didn't, like, the mayor or whoever does it, like, drop the groundhog or something? Wow, it sounds about right. I think there was some sort of, like, scandal. There was a groundhog scandal at last year's Groundhog Running. What do they call it? Is it a running? Uh, unveiling? Is it an unveiling? That yeah. doesn't make me think of, like, a Toro thing, like, Aha! Go! <laughs> I mean, I guess they open up the box, right? Yeah, they open up the box and then they like hold them up in the air. Did you ever see the movie Groundhog Day? Yeah, but I don't remember the groundhog part. I just want to point out that Tom is still tweeting off the wrong episode, I think. Just, <laughs> I just want to point that out. Anyway. It's cool. Uh, yeah, Everyone the, tweeted all our episodes, though. I know, that's true. It's, it's not just, a wrong one. Yeah, it's just the, a different yeah, one. It's just a different one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's too bad about the winter, according to this groundhog. I think animals are just out of touch today. They just I, don't know anymore. It might have worked before. They're just like, out of touch. They're out of touch, like like you know, like parents. They're just out of touch with what's hip and current. They yeah, don't know. they just yeah. they just don't understand. Of course, now my mom <laughs> just passed out and got upset. She was just like, "Oh, <laughs> I know it's well." Frankly, my mom is definitely hip and current. So are your parents because. They listen to Fresher and Parliament. Yeah, seriously, they yeah. get all the all the real news for the for the you know the kids or whatever. Not only yeah. does my mom <laughs> listen to Fresher and Parliament, but she subscribed to us on iTunes. Speaking of which, we are available oh, yeah. on iTunes if you want to check it out. You could go there and type in Fresher and Parliament and hit subscribe, and we'll be up in tomorrow morning. Every every Friday morning, you can listen to us. Yeah, and uh, we're getting we're getting a lot of downloads for a podcast version of this YouTube show which I differentiate. Yeah, we get quite a bit of downloads, more so than uh, some other popular podcasts that are in our network. Prodigal Ooh, Sons burn, podcast. Burn, uh, uh, Prodigal Sons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did a show. We're just more likable. <laughs> so they missed their first episode last week, and then they came back this week. And it, it's it's like they they're off they're off the tracks they're off the tracks. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they had no they had no they just sat there and talked for like thirty minutes with no topics. It was not not the best show. That's like what we do every week. No, dude, we <laughs> at least have a document that says hey this hey that. That's true. Uh, yeah, they don't have anything like that. Um, I'm excited know. for uh, our years coming up. Still talking about it, but we were saying if you get through a year, like it's more likely to keep going. Ooh, also speaking of YouTube shows though. I'm extremely disappointed that one of my other favorite YouTube shows, Jake and Amir on College Humor, is totally ending. They put out a notice that they're not going to make them anymore. They have like three episodes left. Why is that? I don't even know. They just put like a thing like, it's good times or whatever, but we're going to last episodes or something. Really disappointed in you, Jake and Amir, even though I really like your episodes. But they go with the short format. Each one is like five minutes or something. Yeah, but they look good. Yeah, it's cool. I like them. Hey, I saw this new Samsung camera um, that shoots 4K video. It was only like um, 800 bucks, mirrorless. Yeah, cameras are like so cheap now. I mean, like phones pretty much do 4K. I'm pretty sure the iPhone does 4K. And like most newer uh, Android phones do 4K too. Yeah, but, but I don't I feel like they're so, like, phone cameras are so good now that it's kind of doesn't make sense to have the other one. Like, yeah, they're better, but they're like, do you need it that good? <laughs> yeah, I think you do for, for um, like, wildlife shooting and stuff. The, the, the phone cameras don't cut it. I mean, yeah, if, I mean, if you're going to go for some sort of, like, telephoto thing or something. That's what I'm talking about. But, yeah, I mean, that's about the lens, not the camera. That's what I'm talking about. 
So, but the lens is different than the camera. Those lenses are interchangeable to any camera. Not any camera. You can't take one lens and put it on another camera. They're very specific to each camera that you have. Like, you can't put a Canon lens on a Nikon. Yeah, those are two brands that have, like, 100 cameras each. That's my point, though. This is my point. So there's, only, there's only categories. They're not, like, every time they release a new camera, it's not all new lenses, unless it's, like, a crappy camera. I agree with you. But my point so, is... My point is this, is that if you want to take wildlife or birding shots or any sort of um, sports photography, things like that, you're not going to use a, a, a cell phone. But for everyday point and shoot, yeah, for sure. I don't That's know. It. I mean, I think a lot of the the most famous photographers said the most important, the best camera you have is the one that's with you. That's true, but if you... And if, so that's your phone camera. Fair enough. Again, <laughs> I'm not denying that, that. That one super famous photographer chick wrote a whole book about iPhone photography. Like, and that was for, like, the iPhone 3 or something. Again, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I agree with you. I'm just saying limited use case, you should use... Oh, yeah, limited use, for sure. I mean, yeah. they still have a place. Yeah. Um, speaking of a place, did you see the plus-size model and swimsuit issue? Yeah, I did. I mean, from your link. But... <laughs> you didn't read... Did you, you didn't watch the video? I did watch the video. She's not super plus size. That's what my I was. That's what I was gonna get at. She, I don't like. I mean, she's like curvy or whatever. But I feel like a lot of the pop people are curvy now, which is, I mean, cool. But I that was I was gonna get to that. First off, why do we? Why is this such a big deal that we have a curvy woman in a swimsuit issue? So therefore, it's like a big deal. But secondly, this shouldn't be like a plus size model. This should be like normal looking person model. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, I mean, if that's the whole thing, then they're not a model if they're... I mean, models are supposed to be, like, models or whatever. They have their own stereotypes. I guess. So she's breaking the model stereotype. I guess not. She's not breaking the plus-size model stereotype because it seems to me that that'd be right in the wheelhouse of plus-size modeling. A lot of wheelhouses today. A lot of wheelhouses, <laughs> yeah. Need just houses of wheels. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, expressly pineapple, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, it's a expressive pineapple. But if you if you watch the video of the plus size model, the the commercial is terrible. It's terrible. It's super, I mean, plus those guys are like also models, but they're like regular model models and just look like ridiculously unrealistic. And then they're like they're like. You know, they get up and they're like, oh, damn, look at that chick. And she's all slow motion. And then, like, the guy's, like, standing behind her, like, falling over while she, like, walks, like, oh, shit. Like, they're totally just, like, ogling her or whatever. Like, it's kind of messed up. <laughs> this is what I'm getting at. It's it's very, it's very it strange. It's not a good commercial. Yeah. Because um, usually then... it's just, like, more realistic when, like, uh, you know, the guys will be sitting there and the chick will walk by and they'll just, like, do the over-their-sunglasses look. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like... Whoop. That's classic. I like doing that to people in real life. The over-the-sunglasses look is, like, the most deliberate, like, not super deliberate thing you can do. <laughs> well, the, I, the only reason I wear sunglasses is so people can't see where I'm looking. So why yeah, would I do I that? Yeah, totally. It's a yeah. huge benefit. Also, because I don't like bright lights, but... True. I wear sunglasses, like, most days. Um, uh, the uh, the Marvel is going to. I was listening to a podcast, uh, Longbox Heroes, actually, second or third mention of this already. Um, but they said that Marvel is going to release like our. I guess this used to be a thing in the '90s, a Marvel swimsuit issue. What really? Yeah, where they would like take the Marvel female characters and put them in. That sounds awesome. I would totally get that. Well, apparently they're re bringing it back. They're bringing that it is back. awesome. I was also surprised too that I forgot that um, Disney totally owns Marvel, but then Disney owns Star Wars, too, and so now they're going to have Marvel Star Wars? That's cool. Well, they've or already they been doing it. it. They have it. It's been going... Yeah, I, I didn't think... even... I never even put that together. It's like... It's like A to B to C to A to C or whatever, you know? Yeah, I think the Star Wars... The second issue came out this last Wednesday, I think, of... And I'm not sure if it's a retelling of the original Star Wars or if it's something else, but um, I, I don't know. It's like new stuff, probably. I'm not sure, but um, they uh, there's also you know a standalone Star Wars movie that's supposed to come out. Movie? 
Yeah, like that's not in part of the trilogy, just like another storyline. Huh. Like, like just indi- like completely separate characters? Yeah, like I think they call that a one-off or a one-shot. You know, oh, that's yeah, I heard that they were doing that uh, with um, Harry Potter also, with the guy who wrote that book or whatever. Well, that's going to be a trilogy, I heard. But it's like a different thing in the same world, unrelated to Harry Potter. Well, it's sort of, it's same world, unrelated to Harry Potter. It's essentially the guy who wrote a textbook that was featured in Hogwarts, so it's in the past. That's what I'm saying, but it's like the world, but not him. Yeah. Just like Star Wars. In a world where magic is real. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. From the creators. Magic being real, speaking (laughs) speaking of speaking of. Uh, the pop vending machines. That's crazy. <laughs> that's magic to you? <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's crazy. I mean, you, you know, there's not even like cigarette vending machines or alcohol vending machines, but like we got a pop vending machine in Seattle. It's ridiculous. In a lobby, all you need is cash and a hand. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what you need for everything in life. <laughs> <laughs> I guess well, you can hand it to them like in your mouth, but I got cash. <laughs> All you need is a certified Washington State license and a credit card. <laughs> also, pretty much anything you want, you can get with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually saw the guy talking about it. Um, like on the video or in real life? On the video, I didn't actually see him. Like, oh, yeah, I, I know because I, I saw the kind of some of the video. Yeah, it's a pretty high-tech vending machine. Yeah, it's cool. The front just looks like it's a huge touchscreen. I want to find out where it is. I have like no idea where it is. I don't think it's actually in. I think it's in a medical place. It's not in a legal place. Oh, it's oh, that's like way different. But yeah. It's still, yeah, if it's in the store, I guess that makes sense. I was imagining like. At a bar, you know, some sort of crazy, ridiculous place. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, the I way know, I'm, right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you thought it'd be like a cigarette machine? Remember cigarette machines? Yeah, I know. I thought cigarette machines were cool. I mean, I never smoked, but like, I just thought they were cool. You know, <laughs> like in, you pull that, you pull that arm thing, and it comes out. In um, uh, what's that? Uh, Ballard. Yeah. There's a corner shop that's like a little artsy. It's like a studio. People do art there, and and um, so you can see the studio, but then they also sell their wares kind of in the store. Yeah. They have a vintage um, cigarette machine that you put it. It's it's like twenty. I don't know exactly, but it's like the same size as a cigarette pack, but it's like individual art pieces. So you can put oh, yeah. your money in and pull it out. They have one of those, except for not a cigarette machine, at um, the hideout on First Hill, where it's just like an art vending machine in the back. And they have it's like one of the kind with like that usually has snacks with like the coil things and it just like the art falls out. Oh, that's so. Apparently, this is a thing now. Art. Yeah. Art, art being, vending machines. Uh, yeah, art vending machines. It's crazy. Like yeah, the stuff's like fifteen, ten dollars or whatever. But like I guess it just takes the cash. Or a credit card. I don't think it takes a credit card. So I don't I, think the cigarette one takes a credit card either. I know they definitely don't take it's uh it actually it may take a like a a coin that you pay for that you put in. Oh, that would be super annoying. That, like, yeah. totally makes the machine pointless. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be cool. I wonder how many you could sell if you made, like, four, like, consecutive machines that you needed to, like... You get the coin from the cashier for the first machine, and you have to put that coin in another machine to get a different coin, and then that goes in a different machine, and then finally it gets, like, you know... It's just, like, coin exchange machines. So I can't, I used to hate, 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 like any arcade as a kid that would take your money and convert it into a oh, token. Oh, tokens? Ugh. Yeah, tokens. So. The, only, the only time it was good was when, if you like, let's say you you had like $5 and instead, instead of giving you like, um, what was it, five times, like 20 quarters, it would like give you extra because... It would like be a bulk discount, maybe give you like six dollars worth. Oh yeah, yeah. But that was the but only. The games time. would just be more expensive. Well, that was the only time it was ever worth it. No, the games would be always be a quarter, but like sometimes they would give you a deal. Um, but I hated that because you know then you're stuck with all those tokens. You have to use them. 
Yeah, that's the whole point. You, like, you get stuck in... That's, like, why they have all of these different currencies, like your the Microsoft ones and the... I guess it's just Microsoft. <laughs> but, you know, you always have to get the digital currency things, points. Well, they don't do that anymore. They don't have points anymore. They totally do. No, they don't. It's all cash now. It's probably one-to-one, -one, but it's still points. Nope, dude, no more points. Everything's Can cash. Can you get your money back? Uh, no, but you don't have to have a balance. You could just, like, pay for it. Yeah, well, it's the same then, but, like, you can't get your money back when you have a balance. Um, no, but you, why I mean, would you put it in the there? Gift, card, gift cards are the same thing, too. Yeah, but, yeah, it's not like the old school where it's, like, instead of saying five bucks, it would be, like, 800 Microsoft points. Yeah, you know, but... They, my, actually, they converted those, so if you had Microsoft points, they converted them to the market rate back over to cash. It was dumb, too, because before the rate was slightly different, too. Yeah, but um, I only buy digital pretty much now at all. Yeah, it's, it's way oh, better. I just bought uh, Microsoft Office digitally. I, I plan on doing that when I have a computer that I could run it. <laughs> I just got one. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, speaking of downloads, I downloaded um, Battlefield Hardline, the, the new oh, game. Oh, yeah, you said that was like just demoing or whatever, right? Yeah, it is so freaking awesome. That's awesome. It's, is it for PS4 too, or just Xbox Xbone? I think it's all it's all platforms. But oh man, dude, there's some modes in there that are so good. It's like um, where they drop cars into the into the playing field. Yeah. And then you all the teams run toward the cars, and then you get in the car, and then you're driving around, and you're gaining points when you yeah, control yeah. the car, and all of the opposing teams are using like explosives and stuff to like blow the car up and stuff. It's That's pretty, a pretty good idea. It sounds like something they do in Grand Theft Auto. It's it's essentially like Grand Theft Auto meets Battlefield, um, but in and one side's like uh, criminals and one side's police. So you could get into a police car and like turn on your sirens and stuff. But man, oh man, it's it's that mode is really really good. That's that's a good idea. It's yeah, cool. it's it's a really good game. Uh, well, I was a little down on the demo at first, but then I got to that mode, and they have very limited because it's a demo. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it was. Are the graphics any different? Are they cool? They look, they look maybe slightly better than Battlefield Four. Uh, just oh a, yeah. Just a hair, just a hair. Cool. But it's it's very good, and you could get in the car, so you could have like multiple players in the car on your team, and you hit the right stick, and you'll come out, and you could like essentially do a 360 with the gun. Around. Oh, like out of the. Uh... The door or whatever? Out the window, yeah. Or if, or if you're in, um, like, a van, you could kick open the, the back of the van. Oh, and shoot out the back? And shoot out the back, yeah. That's cool. Or if you're in a giant truck, like, they have these tankers, you could yeah. climb up and stand on top of the tanker and just shoot. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of want to try that. But I don't I didn't even have an X-Bone. It's probably going to come out for the 360, but... It probably won't be as uh, robust in the sense that there'll be not 64 players on a server or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, but the explosion I play games that much. I've been playing uh, just Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which is pretty fun. That's a even good game. though it's like old at this point. No, that's a good game. But um, the uh, did you see that plane crash this week? Yeah, man, the Taiwan one. Yeah. That's crazy. The dash cam, like. I think it's cool. I kind of want to get a dash cam for my car because there's a lot of cool dash cam stuff. And then if you get in an accident, it totally proves your point too. Absolutely. Like, which is the actual point of it. So, you know, in Russia, uh, like yeah. something like 80% of the uh, population has dash cams or something ridiculous. Yeah, totally. Because they have such crooked insurances and there's so many scammers there that they put them on there to stop the people from, like, doing crazy, sh shady stuff. Yeah. And that's why when the... Um, when the, do you remember that comet? That, oh, yeah, and they had all the video of it. Yeah, because all those people have dash cams. Yeah, it's just recording. Like, one of them, I've only ridden in one car here that had a dash cam, and it was, like, kind of cool. Like, I mean, like, it, it's kind of in the way or whatever, but I think I might get one. Like, it seems like a good thing to have, and it just continually records, like, 30 minutes or an hour or whatever, so, like, if something does happen, you have that. Yeah, I've looked at... They actually sell... To like dash cam specific stuff. Um, other some people just use cell phones, like old cell phones. Oh yeah, I don't know. I'd rather just have the thing. 
I mean, like a GoPro or something, you know? You could get I wonder them. if that would like, improve your chances of getting broken into, though. Probably not. I think you just take you take it off. It's like it, it's on a mount, and you just pull it off and stick it in your glove box. That would be annoying, though. I just want to leave it up. Uh, well, all right. Well, <laughs> then, yeah, you're increasing your odds, probably, because they're going to be like, what is that? Yeah, that's true. And it's way not common here, so... It isn't that common. I've, I have said a number of times that I wanted to create a website called The Daily Commute, where everyone just uploads their 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 trap their dash cam footage. But, but, well, I mean, who would watch that? That's my point. No one would watch it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe I would watch it if it was live. A repository of dash cams? No, I mean if it was just live. Like if it was The Daily Commute and then you could watch it and it's live... Because then it would have, like, the excitement of, like, ooh, maybe there'll be an accident. <laughs> well, you know, I heard it, I think it was, was it Norway or Sweden? Where they had, they just, it was a program that was something, like, two weeks long, and it was just a camera on a train. Yeah. And people just watched it. Just It was just, like, a national, um, like, it was, like, a big trend over there. People were just watching, like... Uh, the live? Is it, like, a webcam? Yeah, no, it was a TV program that was just a camera on a boat or a train or something. Really? Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I thought it was cool uh, watching that webcam of the bears when they're, like, uh, fishing in the river or whatever. Oh, for the same at work. It's live. Yeah. It's like, oh, we caught fish. <laughs> yeah, and, the bear, and then every once in a while the bear is like, I'm done with this and just sit in the water and just, like, splash water. <laughs> I know, right? And But it's all live, so you didn't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm definitely... I'm definitely there, I feel like there's not really many... I guess there are. There's websites that are just for live streams, I guess. There totally is. I just like don't look at them that much. I mean, you can pretty much look up all of the Washington State uh, freeway cameras, and those are live. But they, the refresh rate's really low. Yeah, and, they're, and it's, it doesn't give you... It doesn't... Uh, like, it's very hard. It's like... Because they turn them... You know, because the operators will turn them. Yeah. And when you don't have control over it, so... Yeah, it's not that cool. Yeah, I think it would be great if they had like those, if the Washington State traffic cams were more like a photosphere. Oh, so that they, that'd be awesome. You know what I'm talking about? So like yeah. you could just like you don't actually have to do anything because all you have to do is just you know scroll left or right and it doesn't affect anything. And then they'd have it be the 180 or 360 format, so you can put on like the VR goggles and then do like photosphere style. Oh like my they God. have a video now that you can get that's like recorded in that perspective so you can look around during the movie. Like, that's going to be the next thing, I think. So when I was in New York, I think I told you this, they were did they were uh, doing a demo on that Oculus Rift Samsung Galaxy yeah. Note thing, and they had a 3D... Wait, wait, that's different. Those are two different things. No, it was a 3D Oculus Rift. It was like a movie with um, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, but it, it, was it Oculus Rift or was it Samsung? It was Oculus Rift technology in a Samsung device. Like they licensed out the lenses or whatever to, from, to Oculus from Oculus Rift. Huh? Because there's the Samsung one called like Gear Live or whatever. Yeah, and so Gear Live has Oculus Rift technology in it. Uh, hmm. That's cool. I'm, I guess. I'm, I'm, well, it's like some sort of like outsourcing of one part of it. Like it's not the, it's just the lenses, I think. Hmm. Um. But anyway. anyway you so anyway, it. it was a Cirque du Soleil thing, and they were performing, doing the Cirque du Soleil, and you're in the yeah. front row, and they all come out, and the characters are to your left, right, up, and down. So if you could essentially have a unique experience the whole time, because they're doing stuff on the left. If you're looking left, you're missing the stuff to the right, and you're missing yeah. the stuff that's up. Um, it was pretty... So the people were doing trapeze above you, so you could look up and see the trapeze, and then look to your left, and see the people performing to the left, and like kind of motioning you to look up whenever something cool was happening. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, that was really cool. I can't imagine, though, how that would work for a movie. I mean, I think it would have to be a new filming perspective, because you'd always need to have the camera stationary. It couldn't be moving, you know? So it'd have to be like the camera in a world, and you're watching the thing happen. In a world. Were the camera stationary? <laughs> the um, yeah, I don't know. Well, can't you could have the thing move? No, you can, but it's just like whether or not it would. It's like using 3D the right way, you know. There's just like new ways to like do it so 3D actually works. 
It's like how because then you're filling the space to the left and to the right, so there's no more like wall in front of you. So it gets it would get to be tricky. It would definitely be awesome, but and everyone would be watching something different. Yeah, no, it would be like a lot more stuff going on. So I don't know. I think it's possible, but it's 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 a little beyond my uh, brain capacity at this point. To, to to it would be a massive experiment. I mean, it would be like having a movie that, like, you stand in. It's just, like, it's the same thing. Like a holodeck. A holodeck where you have to keep standing in the same spot. That's but, what it would be. I see. But then, yeah, but then, all right. I'm, I mean, I want to see it. Wow. I know. Me. Yeah. Yeah. They, they need, it needs to come up with new stuff. I'm ready for it. Bring it. Uh-oh. Just, just getting yowie. Um, you know, Brian Williams this week, dude, speaking of... Uh, oh, Morgan, yeah. Totally. I actually didn't even... hadn't heard of him that much. <laughs> even I know. though I should have. Um, yeah, Brian Williams, the host of uh, NBC Nightly News, uh, came out that he completely lied about something. Messed up. He built his career on a lie. Well, he built no, his... He didn't. Yeah, it was just one yeah. thing. Yeah. Supposedly... Um, yeah, so supposedly when he was in Iraq in 2003, this is how the story goes, he said that he was being shot down and forced down because he was taking fire from rocket rocket launchers or rocket-propelled grenades or something. Yeah, something. And, it's sort of changed too, apparently. So then this this week he brought it up again, and I guess now the soldiers are back. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, that never happened. I know, they're totally all. calling them out. So, you know... This is this is confusing for me because he is supposed to be considered a um, you know a trustworthy news source. Yeah, he's like the you know a respected anchor. So, do you feel like that this is totally ruins him? I don't know. I mean, I didn't really know that much about him in the first place, but I can see how, in a lot of other people's opinions, this would ruin him. But we'll see. I think it. I think it's. I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of like. 50-50. I'm like, so what? He made up a little bit of a fabrication. You, uh, is the whole thing a lie, or is he just like, just, you know... Was he even in that helicopter? Well, that's the thing. Was he even in a helicopter? <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It'll come out, I guess, eventually, but I, I think it's sort of... I think it kind of soils his reputation, and yeah. I think he needs yeah. to take a break. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to track this issue. Track this issue. So, I have bad news for you. Pressure. What's what's the bad news? The bad news is that we both failed to watch. I know. I know. I just couldn't. I just didn't have time for the review roulette. Well, for me, I couldn't watch it because I was so busy being sad about not the Seahawks losing the Super Bowl. I know. It's it's a rough week. It's a rough week. So but, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't watch it because. I was too play, busy playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, so how, how was Dungeons and Dragons? How did it, it go? That's it. That's all you got for now. You know, someone sent me a uh, a thing called Maximum. I'm not Maximum. Adventure Zone. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and it's a, a podcast of a group of guys playing D and D. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I heard of that concept from my. One of my other favorite podcasts, uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, they did it on a couple of theirs, but I missed that episode. But, yeah, I thought it's a cool idea. So I think that this this team or whatever, this podcast team, yeah, actually stole their idea. From, they stole it? They stole their idea. Oh, from, from who? From the, My Brother, My Brother and Me. Oh, yeah, no, because there was other people doing it before that team. Oh, there was? Okay. Yeah. So. But it's a good idea. Yeah. Hey, did you know Joystick is dead? The website Joystick? I didn't ever even heard of that. The video game website? Oh, the one that has all of the old 90s games or whatever? No, Joystick. Like the, it was like um, a video game website. No, I never heard of it. Did you ever watch Homestar Runner? Speaking of dead websites. Yeah, I've heard of home. Yes, absolutely. But anyway, I just want to point out Joystick is dead. Oh, my gosh. It's oh. a big news. There, oh, it's a big it's a big story for. They were like a news like a video game news blog. Oh really? I didn't. I thought they were a video game site. You said. 
It says here, yeah, it says uh, joystick will not grow. This just happened two days ago or like three days ago. It's dead, closed. Joystick oh, will not grow to be much no older than 10 years. No one's going to miss him. Joystick was for jerks. Joysticks. <laughs> you should get that T-shirt, Joysticks for Jerks. <laughs> Joystick was for jerks. <laughs> yeah. So but, anyway, yeah, yeah uh, that, that that was shocking to me because it was one of the biggest... Um, News blogs out there for video games are games. out, man. Games are out. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't. Do you have any closing thoughts here? I don't know. I mean, it is disappointing we don't have the review, but but I do like the precedence that we might not do it every week. I still need to just like take them out and put the review roulette separately, and so people can watch or adjust our reviews. But yeah, it's gonna be a while because that's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm, you know, how could, however I could help facilitate this process. Uh, I, I don't even know, like, a process for it. I'll have to think about it. But yeah. So um, let's, uh, let's, do the, let's do these pitches and then hit the... Yeah, cool. Hit this. Jeff's over here, too, like, hanging out. Didn't say hi, everyone. So, hi, everyone, uh, as hi, you know, uh, I'll, I'll I'm going to put this image on you while I do the, the, the pitches. As you know, that uh, we can be reached on multiple avenues on the interwebs, one of them being on Twitter, at Fresh and Par. You could reach out to us at any time. You can also comment on our videos on YouTube or on Facebook. You can reach out Fresh and Parlance on Facebook. If you want to reach us to an email, you can go to the show at fresherandparlance.com. And I promised last week that I was going to give away uh, a copy of... Did you even get any responses, though? Well, no, because I didn't do it because I forgot the thing, and I was going to devise a plan to give away the thing and then have it be next week. But I actually forgot the disc and totally forgot I promised to do that. Basically, someone should just email us because we don't get any emails. (laughs) The show at Fresher and Parlands. Yeah, and, like, we'll uh, randomly select the people who email us. We do get one email, but it's it's not to our show email. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um... So uh, that's it. So again, like I said, anytime you want to hit us up, those are the avenues. You can also check out our friends, our podcast, our pseudo podcast network, the, the to be named, no name network, uh, Longbox Heroes. We've talked about them enough. Jeez, they got that's some... a pretty good name too. No name network. No name network. Um, uh, you can reach out. To, uh, you can listen to their show at longboxheroes.com. Uh, there's also Dad Distractions, which is a uh, nerdy dad podcast uh, at uh, bealittleweird.com. And also uh, the boys at Prodigal Sons Podcast, prodigalsonpodcast.com. I will say prodigalsonspodcast.com on iTunes, they need a new image, dude. That image is terrible. They need to fix that. <laughs> I have to check it out. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a group of the guys, but they have like a, I almost feel like it's Comic Sans, the font on the bottom. That is like the worst font ever. It's, <laughs> I'm totally exaggerating. They're going to probably yell at me later, but it might as well be Comic Sans. <laughs> Their show is Sans Comedy. So oh, comedy. <laughs> that means they don't have comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think that's it for me. That is, that's, that's it. That's All right. The, uh... That's the times. So this is Parland saying toodaloo. And this is a Fresher and Jeff saying later taters. Woo!